This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Second Sunday in Ordinary Time Our reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall behold your vindication and all the kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall people call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight, and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you, and makes your land his spouse. And as a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Announce his salvation day by day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He governs the peoples with equity. Proclaim his marvelous deeds to all the nations. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. To one is given through the Spirit, the expression of wisdom. To another, the expression of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, mighty deeds. To another, prophecy. To another, discernment of spirits. To another, varieties of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit produces all of these, distributing them individually to each person as he wishes. 
the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine without knowing where it had come from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, here we are celebrating the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. Yes, and even though we're back to Ordinary Time, this ordinary does not mean boring, folks. We've got some great readings here and through the end of the month. Ordinary basically means counted or ordinal. So we are now in Ordinary Time, and it gives us a great chance to dig in some awesome readings today. Yeah, we Today, we're actually going to read from Isaiah 62. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yeah, that's that's our that's our first reading here. And um, so in this reading, we're hearing about the Jewish people uh, who are returned to rebuild their homeland. And they were reminded that their time of exile had ended and that God was giving them a new beginning. And Isaiah describes the kind of relationship that God is planning to have with his church. He describes it as a bridegroom and his bride, and this intimate relationship that God wants to have with each and every member of his church. Every marriage is different, but one common element is this. Marriage is hard work. And thinking about our relationship with God in this way can kind of help put things into context. You know, God never promised his people that we're all going to have an easy life. In fact, Jesus told those of us who would become his disciples to pick up our crosses and to follow him. You know, he didn't say, you know, grab an umbrella drink and a, and a, and a, and a, and a lounge chair and meet me down at the beach. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pick up your cross and follow me. And so we're all going to experience hardships in life, and we should expect it. Now, the trials and hardships of life are going to be different for everyone. And just as strengths and talents are different for everyone, and just as our relationships with God is all unique and individual. And strangely enough, it's often in muddling through life's hardships and challenges that many of us discover our God-given talents. And we're going to hear more about that in the second reading. So whatever it is that life has in store for us, of this we can be certain that those who remain faithful to God can depend on his promise of everlasting love. Yeah, amen. And, and you mentioned about marriages uh, and the spousal imagery. I thought it would be important to Jake's just a little bit of time to kind of think about what we can do to build our marriages. And uh, 
you know, of course, we see on on our Internet sites and all these things. It seems like celebrity marriages fall apart all the time, <laughs> you know, and the, and the sad reality is, is there are many other marriages that struggle uh, that we just don't hear about. But I thought, you know what, if we can really learn from the failures of celebrity marriages, what can we take take out of that? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I did a little bit of research and, and there's a gentleman named William Doherty who basically thinks there's two main issues that are reasons why celebrity marriages fail uh, and are really at a greater risk than uh, non-celebrity. And the first is entitlement, right? When you're a celebrity, people cater to you. You get the best seats in restaurants. You fly first class, you know. And and so people are always um, basically giving you things, treating you special. You you get this feeling of entitlement, right? And and with all these easy access to pleasures and things of the world, it, it, it's hard to actually live and have a spouse that might have expectations of you. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, right. Wait a second. What do you mean? People just cater to me all the time. Aren't you going to do that too? And the answer is no. I, I can tell you in my marriage, my wife doesn't cater to every whim of, <laughs> of mine. And she's probably going to laugh right now. But, uh, and, 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 and it shouldn't be that way, right? I, you, don't, you can't go into marriage with a sense of entitlement. I think that's a really big part of it. Uh, the second part is that celebrities, I guess, almost by the, the definition of them being well-known, being a celebrity... They think, they spend a lot of time thinking about themselves. What about my brand? How am I going to sell the next thing that I'm promoting? And and so they try and think a lot inwardly all the time. And when you do that, I think it can also lead to a lot of insecurity. Well, if I'm thinking about my brand, how is my brand similar or different to someone else's? How can I be different? How can I be better? And so there's this, this balance on... Of course, humility, not necessarily thinking of yourself less, but thinking less of yourself, you know, um, how important that is to avoid that uh, that that issue of, of branding and thinking about yourself. So how does that apply to us? Well, I think many of us on some levels, we also kind of maybe crave this celebrity status. We crave some entitlement. We crave some branding. We want to be well-known. We want to be doted on. And, and that is something that just really crumbles the foundation of marriage. And so this is, I'll finish this with a quote from William Doherty as, as, as well in terms of how important to focus on others and to focus on, you know, what it says here in the quote, you know, um, you know, my bridegroom rejoices in his bride. He finishes with this. He says that I fear no social program, no educational achievement program, no job program, no anti-crime program, and no amount of psychotherapy and Prozac will solve our society's problems unless we figure out how men and women can sustain permanent bonds that are good for them, their children, and their communities. Mm, And that is really what the sacrament of marriage is all about. So how important that is. Yeah. Well, in the second reading today, we read from Corinthians. And this is really interesting. uh, And I want to provide a little bit of a background. So there were some unusual phenomenon that were found around Corinth at that time. There were some speaking in ecstasy and some strange tongues, and and it might have been some genuine charisms, but it also could have arisen from some of these pseudo-religious and emotional states that kind of happened among pagans and at some of the temples of their gods and goddesses. So St. Paul here establishes criteria for distinguishing whether or not the Spirit of God is at work in such of these phenomena. Yeah, and he is giving us some um, examples of these charismatic gifts, and what this this is what we're, we're hearing in this reading. And charismatic gifts are graces that are given to build up the church. And the inventory that we're hearing in this reading 
uh, of these extraordinary charisms of instruction and healing. And there's also another list um, similar to it in Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 6 and 8, and they include more of the ordinary gifts, such as generosity and works of mercy. Yeah, exactly. And they're all different gifts, but they're given by the same Spirit. And you talked about the importance of building up the kingdom of God and building up the church. These are all to be used for building up others in the church. And and if we don't know what gift we've been given, then we need to ask the Holy Spirit. We need to, again, quiet ourselves, to pause, to ask, and then also be willing to realize and accept that answer. Because <laughs> not all the gifts we're going to be given are these charismatic gifts. I mean, these are pretty amazing, and they're extraordinary. We may be given a very simple gift. We may be given a very humble gift, something that's not charismatic, but yet all are important to build up the kingdom of God and how important that is. Exactly, yeah. Well, last week, you might remember I was holding out from you. I said, you got to listen this week to listen to the third of the three formal manifestations. We had Magi two weeks ago, the baptism last week, and now we have the wedding of Cana and a beautiful reading we have today. Oh man, it is. And it's so full of symbolism, but I'm picking out uh, the focus on the part of Mary. And we hear Jesus address his mother as woman. And over the years, many critics have claimed that this was a way for Jesus to kind of put her in her place. And it shows disrespect that Jesus had for his own mother. But that wasn't at all the case. This was a common and respectful way of addressing a lady. And as evidence, we can look back at Genesis uh, chapter 222, when Adam announces that the woman created will be called woman, capital W. St. John is giving us insight that Mary is the new Eve. And just as Eve took part in the fall of mankind, Mary, the mother of God, takes part in the redemption of mankind. And for this reason, she is referred to as co-redemptress. St. John also describes how our blessed mother acted as, as intercessor on our behalf and um, as of the bridegroom. And she points out that it was Mary who noticed that the wine was running out and that it was her request that Jesus performed his first miracle. Yeah, exactly. And his response was, woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. And this is from Fulton Sheen, because what he's saying here at this time says, my dear mother, do you realize what you are asking me to proclaim my divinity, to appear before the world as the son of God and to prove my divinity by my works and my miracles? The moment that I do this, I begin the royal road to the cross. When I am no longer known among men as the son of the carpenter, but as the son of God, that will, that will be my first step towards Calvary. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.